Hello, we're Anastasia and Victoria and welcome to our first network podcast. Today we're talking about commerce on our blue planet. Here we go! You've probably always wondered what global trade even is, so let's ask Victoria. So what is global trade? Global trade is when countries agree to allow the business to exchange products or resources, also known as importing and exporting goods. Goods are objects that people grow or make, for example food, clothes and computers. Services are things that people do, for example banking, communications and healthcare. Businesses in one country will then buy, import or sell, export goods to the businesses in other countries. When import of the goods affects the prices of those same goods in the receiving country, that country's government may pass special laws to regulate the trading. They may then try to use protectionist measures such as high tariffs to discourage import. Now you know what a global trade is, but what are the reasons for it? Reasons for trade Trade occurs when people need or want goods that they do not have. People also engage in trade to obtain services when they do not have the time or the skills to do certain things. Trade between countries happens for similar reasons. For example, some countries have resources such as oil or skills such as car manufacturing that other countries will buy. Such economic activity, functioning with other economic policies, tends to improve a country's standard of living. Much of the modern history of international relations, in fact, concerns efforts to promote freer trade across national boundaries. In other words, both people and countries want trade to benefit them. Families want to earn more money than they spend on goods and services. Countries try to sell or export as much as they buy or import from other countries. Does trade have limits? Trade limits. Governments have involved themselves in trade for centuries. Even those governments that support free trade, however, regulate trade to some degree. They may enact laws to keep companies from selling dangerous or illegal products. In addition, countries frequently limit trade between other countries and their own. Tariffs may be imposed on imports, in some instances making them so costly as to bar completely to entry of the goods involved. So now I present the top 10 trade countries 
top 10 trade countries. So number one of the top 10 trade countries are China. Number two of the top 10 trade countries are the United States. Number three are we, we are the number three, it's Germany. Germany is on the top three of the top 10 trade, trade countries. Number four are Japan, Japan. Number five are French. And number six are the Republic of Korea. Number seven are the Netherlands. Number eight are uh, Hong Kong, a city in China. Number nine are the United Kingdom. And number ten are Italy. Yeah, so that was the top ten trade countries of the global trade. now the top 10 trading countries were presented and now I presented the global trade in times of corona so global trade in times of corona missing respirators not enough gloves and other things Corona pandemic exposed the risk of the global division of labor last spring. But even before the pandemic, everything had begun for economic but also for political and ecological reasons. Five thousand containers ships ply the world's oceans, twice as many in two thousand. They transport all kinds of goods and primary products that are then processed, often from China to the rest of the world, or between continents. From the beginning of the pandemic in the spring of 2020, uh, 2020 with worldwide border closures, the supply exchange were stopped, masks were missing, and resources for antibiotics became scarce, both of which come mainly from Asia. Since then, there has been a debate about the production of vital goods in Europe, a side effect of the corona crisis. Even before the pandemic, a rethinking of the global division of labor had begun. For technical reasons, because robots reduce production costs, and for political and economic reasons. Now I would like to present you the pros and cons of the global trade. I will start with the pros of the global trade. 
and after that I will talk or present you the cons of the global trade. So the first point of the pros from the global trade are the bigger variety of products for the local population and the higher level of competition with increasing prices and the next point also fees competition leads to high level of technologies progress and the companies can expand their target market and the companies can buy cheap resources from countries with weak currencies and the low production costs are also a point from the pros of the global or the international trade and also the supply with important medical equipment that's also a point and international cooperation and trade partners can support each others and the pro are also that uh, tax will be higher or are higher and uh, access to international industry experts that's the last point from the pros of the global trade. Now I will talk about the cons of the global trade or the international trade. And the first point is the dependency on other countries. The second one is countries may be forced into conflicts and the local unemployment are also a point and the small companies may go out of the business that's very important cons and other point of the cons from the global trade are the resource depletion also the cultural differences and the big companies may be able to avoid paying taxes. Also, a point from the cons of the global trade uh, the complying with international laws may be difficult, and the highly skilled workers may leave the home country. And the last point from the cons of the global trade are uh, the political instabilities may be a challenge. talk about uh, legal transport of illegal goods illegal goods are more and more often transported with illegal goods example of this would be different types of drugs in banana or other kind of food for example or any other illegal products hidden in the legal goods to prevent this from happening, the goods that are exported or imported should be inspected even better.
does the free trade exist? Free trade. In the 19th, many countries worked to stop trade limits. Free trade is a policy by which a government does not discriminate against imports or interfere with exports by applying tariffs to imports or subsidies to exports. A free trade policy does not imply, however, that a country abandons all control and taxation of imports and exports. Some form trending blocks or groups of countries that trade freely. Examples include the North American Free Trade Agreement NAFTA, and the European Union. In addition, about 150 countries joined the World Trade Organization WTO. The WTO encourages free trade around the world. From the point of view of a single country, there may be practical advantages in the trade restriction, particularly if the country is the main buyer or seller of a commodity. In practice, however, the protection of local industries may prove an advantageous only to a small minority of population, and it could be disadvantageous to the rest. The lifting to trade limits caused international trade to grow. The way to foster such as the vision of labor is to allow countries to make and sell whatever products and compete successfully in an international market. However, some people question the idea of free trade. Without trade limits, they warned, international companies would pay workers poorly and pollute the environment. Now we're coming slowly to the end of the podcast, but at first I'm gonna tell you something about the history of global trade, then Victoria tells you something about the risks of global trade. History Trade developed along with civilization. Before 2000, before Christus people and the earliest civilizations of Mesopotamia, ancient Egypt, and the Indus Valley trade among themselves and with other peoples. As time passed, civilizations built trade routes. They used these paths to transport spices, gold, salt, and other goods over greater distance. Trade routes went over land and sea. In the 14th, Europeans began exploring by sea to find new trade routes to Asia. Some explored the coast of Africa 
others crossed Atlantic Ocean through North and South America. By the 16th, Portugal, Spain, England, France and the Netherlands had set up colonies to settlements around the world. In the 17th, the Industrial Revolution began. This was a period when people invent machines to make goods in factories. This improved manufacturing and transportation and trade increased. An idea called laissez fair capitalism soon became popular. It allowed companies and their owners to do whatever they want. Many became rich as a result. Workers soon start labor movements to protest their poor treatment by rich companies. The time has come. The last topic of this episode is coming your way. The risks of global trade. Risks of global trade. The risk that exists in international trade can be divided into two major groups. The first group is the commercial risks and the second group is the political risks. Uh, the commercial risks is the first point, the risk of insolvency of the buyer and the second point is the risk of non-acceptance. And from the political risk, the first point is the risk of cancellation non-renewal of export or import license. The second one is the war risk. The third one is the risk of expropriation or quantification of the importer's company and the risk of the imposition of an import ban after the shipment of the goods. And the last point from the political risk is the transfer risks. Now we have reached the end. We thank you for taking the time for our podcast. See you next time. You're great. <laughs>